We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails, and we are off the rails, off the rails, yeah, off the rails. Welcome. You're listening to Off the Rails, one of the internet's newest and Hottest podcast with your hosts, Doug and Will. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, Ooh, William. <laughs> Doug, I don't. <laughs> hey, Doug, how you doing? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand why you break down after the intro. You should be coming at me with a with a with a boisterous, hey, Doug. I, I know it's, that's the issue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I just uh, I just cannot match that energy, and it makes me so nervous right off the bat. So, hi, Doug. How are you? Mm, let's do it again. Let's do it again. You ready? Regroup. Yes. Group. Regroup. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Here we go. Yes. Hello. Welcome. You are listening to Off the Rails, one of the Internet's newest and hottest podcasts with your host, Doug and Will. I'm Doug. And with me, as always, welcome, William. <laughs> huh? Nothing. Once again, nothing. Just, just nothing. Do you want to? <laughs> what are we? Well, I mean, what are we even doing here? What are we even doing? I'm bringing the thunder, and you're just giving me a laugh. Oh man! All right. You want to do it again? Okay. Do one more time. <laughs> Let's do one more time. Uh, hold on, hold on. You ready? Let me compose Shake myself. Shake it out. Shake it out. Just put your arms above your head. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I gotta, I gotta breathe. I gotta breathe. I, I go. cried a little bit. I cried a little bit on that one. Yeah, no. I cried a little bit. Get your shit together. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. No, Here I'm we good. go. Third attempt. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Get us going. Here we go. Ooh, welcome. You're listening to Off the Rails, one of the internet's newest and hottest podcasts. With your host, Doug and Will. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, Ooh, William. <laughs> wow. Really? This is going to be a struggle. This is tough. You know, come on, Will. <laughs> come on. Is it because I'm calling you William? I just don't understand. Why are you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was expecting you to be like, hey, it's me. And then I was going to go, oh, happy birthday. Oh, man. Oh, hey, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, William. Your energy and enthusiasm is, is infectious. It's infectious oh, this evening. Oh, yes. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was trying to match it. And it just, I, I don't think it sounds real coming from me like it does from you. <laughs> you got to bring that. You gotta bring that in. Gotta bring it. That enthusiasm. Well, I, I, bring that I gotta joy. tell you, like, yeah, you're you're bringing a lot of in. I, I feel like I have to be loud if I want to bring all that energy and enthusiasm, and I just I can't be loud. So I, I just gonna have to bring. This is about as energetic as I can bring right now. That's fine. You don't have to be loud. You just gotta harness that energy and just condense it and shoot it and just bring that thunder. You got. Listen, I want to say happy birthday. 
Thank you. Thank you. Birthday in a couple of days. What today's the 16th? I believe your birthday's on the 18th. That is correct. Exciting. I'm sure you've got huge plans for your birthday. I bet you guys are going to do all kinds of fun stuff. You're going to go probably have a glorious meal. Obviously, you've got a babysitter. You guys are yeah. going to go out and just yeah. just going to fuck yeah. up your birthday. This pandemic, so you guys have been locked in the house. It's probably yeah. been bubbling up, and you guys are going to mm-hmm. just – I'm excited for you. This is going to be great. I can't wait to hear next week on uh, all the exciting, fun birthday stuff uh, to hear about what you guys did this week. It's going to be great. Yeah, no, you make me you make me excited for what's about to go down. I, I Friday night, Friday night birthday, Doug. I mean, what what can be better than a Friday night birthday? Better day for a birthday. Uh, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm I'm already starting notes on what we're doing uh, for next week's pod. I'm already preparing. Uh, I'm already. Oh, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Really, I pumped. couldn't get yeah. you to come correct on three attempts tonight, but we're ready to go. For next week already? Yeah, I know that makes it sound a little bad, uh, but I'm, I'm starting to get the energy now. I'm starting to come back into the reality. You, you just take me by such a surprise there at the beginning, and it's it's just so infectious. And I just and I'm I'm getting I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting there, Douglas. Well, it makes me happy. I hope we can get you there sooner than later. Um, listen, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to cover real early on, this is our fifth uh, podcast that we've done. And I did. Oh, wow. I, Music. Is there some fireworks or something for number five? No, no. Pa-pow, pa-pow, pa-pow. No, I'm not sure. What is that? Was that fireworks? That was, sound, that was my firework. That yeah, that was my firework fire- noise. No, I'm not bringing any fireworks to the show right now, but I did want to give a special thank you to you, William, because without you, we wouldn't be doing this right now. You're the one that brought this uh, to the forefront. You made this happen. Um, so I appreciate it. It's fun. I enjoy doing it again. And I look forward to, to many more episodes uh, past number five. But also, I also wanted to say, I feel like in the previous four episodes, we've come to a screeching halt at the, at the 60 minute mark, right around 57, 58, 59 minutes. All of a sudden, we might be on a bit of a roll. And then just we throw the brakes on, it comes to an end, and the podcast comes to a screeching halt. And I just want to make it clear to those that have been listening. That the reason we come to a, a, a screeching, crashing, immediate stop is because we're using the Anchor app. And with the Anchor app, they limit us to 60 seconds of uh, 60 minutes. Excuse me. Good mm-hmm. 60 seconds. World's shortest podcast. 60 yeah. minutes. So right at, and there's a clock going right now. We're at six minutes, 40 seconds right now. At 60 minutes, it stops and shuts us down. So when we come to a, just a, when we're talking about something and we come to an immediate stop, uh, that's the reason why, because we have to, and I think it's a good thing because 60 minutes is plenty of time uh, to do a podcast. Absolutely. Especially for two amateurs, uh, our fifth episode ever. I mean, we're, we're really asking a lot of people to get us for an hour. So anything after that is just nonsense. I love the idea of a 60 second podcast the world's shortest ever podcast. That's something we should look into. We'll talk about it later. But yes, I, I agree. 60 Minutes Anchor is uh, kind of forcing our hand, but I think it's it, it's great overall for what we're trying to do. It's definitely great because I've done podcasts in the in the, in the the past and we managed to go 
an hour, 30, hour, 40 minimum, sometimes over two hours. And yes, it's fun at the time, but in no circumstances should you expect an audience to listen for an hour and a half, two hours. 60 minutes is pushing it. So I hope that we are able to get people to stick with us the entire time um, because it goes fast. But thankfully, they limit us to 60 minutes. We've got plenty of topics we're going to talk about this week. We're going to go through some of them, what we did during the week. Um, I want to talk about the uh, grocery store experience. I've got three criminal, stupid criminal stories I want to talk about. Uh, We're going to talk about the ridiculousness of people standing, excuse me, driving, drive-thrus, specifically drive-thrus. People that sit in lines at drive-thrus, we're going to talk about that. Later in the podcast, we're going to talk about Christmas movies and what may or may not be considered a Christmas movie. We're going to talk about fighting news like we've done the last three, two, three podcasts. We seem to have a something going on with fighting. Then we're going to finish it up with our green books, um, which if you've been listening, you know what the green books are. If not, we'll cover it later in the podcast what those green books are. But, William, how has your week been since our last podcast? Oh, I'll tell you, Douglas. Uh, since we last spoke, I talked about my Monday night concert uh, last week uh-huh. on the Super Spreader potential event that I went to. I have not left the house since then, Douglas. So it's been wonderful. Uh, with the COVID, I just have done absolutely nothing if we based our hour on stories from our life i would be bringing nothing to the table as i did nothing at all okay zilch so the 60 second podcast is a is a a week recap of your uh of your week we can just do a weekend a week review in 60 seconds of what will did. it would be it would be quick did you literally not leave your house since the concert last week I do not think I did. Uh, there was two beautiful days of weather last week, and uh, Pearl and I went for a walk on both of those days around the neighborhood. But as far as getting out and about, no, did none of that. It actually got cold over the weekend. Uh, you also received that with snow. I don't do anything in the cold weather. I did not leave the house after that Wednesday uh, through what we're talking to uh, in about right now. That's impressive. Good for you. That's the way you stay safe. That's how you stay COVID-free in a pandemic good for you i'm impressed yeah i'm jealous i, I basically quarantined i basically quarantined i don't myself, have that ability uh, with, with no instruction i i wish i wish i had that i just can't stay quarantined i went to uh personally since you asked thanks for asking i went uh, i didn't get there i went out of town last week <laughs> i left on thursday i went to iowa i went on a five-hour road trip to cedar rapids iowa Stayed the night, got a hotel there. Five-hour drive to Iowa. Uh, went to a wedding. A little bit of a super spreader event, if you will. Um, yes. Very nervous. Got to Cedar Rapids Thursday evening around 4.30. Um, checked into a hotel. Nobody was wearing masks other than the employee at the front desk. But none of the uh, the people staying in the hotel were wearing masks. It's, I stayed at a place called True, T-R-U, by Hilton. It's kind of a, it seems like it's just a, a an exaggerated hostel, like a, like an upper class hostel. It had a pool table down in the, in the, in the entry. It had seating arrangements for people to, along the wall, kind of bench seating, like you just posted up. It just seemed like a hostel environment. 
Um, for those of you that don't know what a hostel is, Google it. You can figure it out. Um, oh, I, I, okay. Go ahead. Did you do you have a hostile statement? Well, I mean, I, I was going to say that in America, I don't think we have a lot of hostile experience here. I've never stayed at one. I've seen some movies. There's a movie out there called Hostel. Uh, it's just a bunch of strangers who live in the same room, correct, for a uh, short amount of time. Yeah, Hostel would typically be something. And when I say typically, maybe it's not. I don't know. They're all over the place. They're they're all over the the world. It's just it's just a super cheap yes dorm room type setting. You go into a room. There's bunk beds. There's uh, you know, you just all stay in one room. It's and it's dirt cheap. You're paying ten, fifteen, twenty dollars for an overnight at a hostel. Um, and this is kind of what that feel was. It was fine. It was nice. It was good. Went to Cedar Rapids. Uh, stayed in a fancy hostel. Uh, we drove thirty <laughs> minutes away to the actual wedding Thursday evening. Um, we were late. We were super late. It was my buddy's older brother's wedding. Um, the wedding was at seven o'clock. Uh, we stayed 30 minutes away from the super spreader event. So half hour to get there at, uh, six o'clock, I reached out to my, uh, buddy who I took to Cedar Rapids to go to his brother's wedding said, Hey, uh, we probably should start getting ready as the wedding is at seven. We're a half hour away. We've got an hour to go. We should start getting ready. He says, ah. Yeah, I'll start getting ready here in a little bit. At 6.30, we haven't left yet. And the wedding starts at 7, and we're a half hour away from our destination. We were about five minutes late to the wedding. It's very embarrassing. The groom is waiting outside for us. The wedding was held at his buddy's garage. We were in the middle of nowhere. It was a little bitty. It was Central City, Iowa. Probably a town of under a thousand people. It was a one. Of, it was a one of those. One of those it was a garage that had three stalls. They were. It was like ten foot tall ceilings, heated floors, a bathroom, kitchen, kind of like a garage that you would live out of, work out of, spend all of your time because you spend a shit ton of money on that garage. Super nice garage. We pull up five after seven. The groom's outside waiting for us. We pull up. The buddy that I'm taking on the trip uh, is having some issues with his legs, and he's not walking very well, so I took my mom's wheelchair. I throw him in the wheelchair. I'm backing him into the garage, right? So he's in the chair. I'm pulling him backwards to go over the hump so I can get him in. I don't know what's in the garage. I don't know who's in the garage. I know that the wedding's in the garage. I know that we're late for the wedding that's in the garage that I'm backing my friend into in the wheelchair. We walk in. I've got my mask on. And I turn around, and there's 25 people sitting in chairs, staring at us, waiting to start the wedding, waiting on us. It was the most awkward experience I've had in a long time. I turn around. I've got my buddy in the wheelchair. We're facing everybody. I'm like, hey, everybody. I don't know anybody. I don't know the people in this wedding. I know the groom, but that's it. I don't know the bride. I don't know the 25 people that are in the garage sitting there waiting. Rows of chairs waiting for us, waiting for the wedding. We're the last people to show up. As soon as we sat down, the wedding started literally right away. 
It was hilarious. It was awesome. The music for the bride to walk down the aisle was humming. They literally, the crowd hummed. <laughs> they hummed the bride down the aisle. It was awesome. It was short, sweet, to the point. It was great to see my boy Brian get married, my buddy's brother. I know the guy. It's great to see him get married. It was hilarious. It was a super spreader event. I was terrified. I'm trying to wrap this up because we don't have a lot of time. I wore a mask pretty much the whole time. I kept distance from everybody. I stayed away from everybody. It's seven days since the event. I feel good. I don't think that I caught the COVID, but I went to a super spreader event and it scared the shit out of me. It was a great event. Oh, wow. I tell you, the, the one place I want to go in December is Iowa. Uh, but that, that's it's great to hear uh, that you guys had a great time, and it was a super spreader garage event. So hopefully uh, that you do not get any contact tracing calls here in the next week or so for you to get tested. Um, but I'm glad glad to hear that you had a good time, and uh, I enjoyed that story. That was very funny. Did you participate in the humming? Uh, did you know that that was happening? I had no clue. Or did everybody just start I had humming? no clue that it was happening. Literally pulled him in the wheelchair, turned around, waved to the audience, sat down, and within two seconds of my ass hitting the chair, they were walking down the aisle and humming. I I tried to join in, but it was just so short and sweet and to the point. I didn't have – I was so taken aback. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. I did not have an opportunity to join in the, on the humming um, of the walk down, but it was great. It was fun. It was a good time. Uh, we left the next day. We had a good trip. It snowed and rained all the way home. Um, it was a good time. Super spreader event. Good. Seven days. I've quarantined. Um, I haven't done anything until tonight. I may or may not have had some drinks with a friend. I'm fine. Everybody's good. I don't think we've got COVID. <laughs> seven days, right? Six days quarantine. That's pretty good, right? Six, seven days. That's fair enough. Hey gang, it's Christmas time. Here at Honey Oak, we like to celebrate with over-the-top decorations, too much eggnog, and scarfing down treats to the point of bloatation. But in between the parties, shopping, and chaos, we like to keep ourselves fresh to death with some good old-fashioned self-care. And boy, howdy, do we have some products for you. Luxurious whipped lavender body butter, exfoliating body scrubs, and heavenly soy candles and melts. We've also got lip balms, body sprays, handcrafted soaps, and mud masks. So hang that holly, get a little jolly, and treat yourself with honey oak. Visit honeyoakboutique.com or search Honey Oak Boutique Store on Facebook and use the promo code OFFTHERAILS20 for 20% off until January 1st. That's OFFTHERAILS20 for 20% off until January 1st. Honey Oak, where if we were half as concerned as we are condescending, you'd make us a cake. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about this week that um, I ran into. Uh, the other day, I went to the grocery store. Now, with the pandemic going on, um, I do my grocery shopping um, through a grocery store called Hy-Vee. 
I don't know if you have high EVs in Arkansas. Um, I know there's none in Texas where I uh, used to live. It's a Midwestern tour. It's called Hy-Vee, H-Y-V as in Victor, E-E, the famous because, <laughs> what are you laughing at? What's happening? What am I missing? You find the Hy-Vee topic hilarious. What's going on? What's going on on your end? Mm. Sorry, no. You are you me drinking up. box wine again? <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go. What are you talking about? What's going on? No, no. You just you spelled out high V, and I don't know. It tickled me. H Y V double H Y V double pronounced high V. There may even be an hyphen in between the H-Y and the V-double-E. I get my groceries from Hy-Vee. I do it on the internet. I place my order online. I tell them when I want to pick the the groceries up. Um, They ask for special instructions. They want to know my special requests. And then I go to the designated place in the parking lot. I roll down the window. I tell them my name and I open the tailgate and they drop the groceries into my car. I tip the person $5 and I go home. That's how it works. Place a grocery order online. They put them in my car. I go home. There's a special instruction section section from Hy-Vee where they ask for special instructions. And one of the things I type in every time is please put Everything. I put everything in all caps. Please put everything in all caps in a sack. But for some reason, they refuse to put my six-pack of Coca-Cola bottles in a fucking sack. Every single time. I'm one of those guys that when I get my groceries, I'm making one trip. I'm getting every possible sack in my left, in my right arm. I'm carrying everything. It's going to be heavy. I'm carrying too much, but I'll be damned if I'm going to leave anything in my car. I want to make one trip. Car, front door, in the house. Special instructions, put everything in a sack. But they never, ever, ever, ever put my six-pack of Coke in a sack. I don't understand it. Why not? Why do they feel that a six-pack of Coke bottles, 12-point-some-odd ounces, don't belong in a sack? Help me with this. I need you to explain to me why Hy-Vee refuses to put my six-pack of Coke in a sack. They ask me for special instructions, and I tell them put everything in a sack, but they don't put it in a sack. I don't get it. Pisses me off. It bothers me. It makes me angry because inevitably I just got to take shit out of a different sack, put it in another sack, put the six pack in another sack. I get the Coke in the sack, but I need them to provide me with the sack, but they don't do it. Yeah, it's, it's like that scene from Seinfeld where uh, uh, Jerry's, uh, he, he uh, reserved a car at the, uh, the rental car 
but they don't have the reservation anymore. He's like, you know how to take a reservation. You just don't know how to hold a reservation. And that's really the whole purpose. If you're going to have comments and instructions uh, from your customers, then you should follow the instructions. Otherwise, there's no reason to have the instruction box. I'm totally with you. I don't understand why they can't sack the six-pack. I've never worked at a grocery store, so I don't know the sacking procedures. But it seems like if your instruction, your one step is capitalized, perhaps that's why they're going against you. They don't want stupid people capitalizing all letters in an instruction box. You know what? I just called you stupid, and I apologize about that. That's not what I meant to do. I, I just got my words mixed up. I was trying to go fast there. They don't want people capitalizing words uh, all the letters in it, and they do it out of spite. I, I'm going to go ahead and say they're doing it out of spite. That's okay. That makes sense. It's some spite shit. They're mad. They think yeah. I'm condescending. They think I'm talking down to them yeah. because I put everything mm-hmm. in caps. Okay, I like mm-hmm. that. You're right. I've also had a I've had a little feedback because I Snapchatted this and I posted it on my Snapchat. And I've had a few people give me feedback, and they claim. That under no circumstances should high V H Y hyphen V E E put my Coke in a sack because the plastic wrap around the six pack has a handle built in to the the holder. So theoretically, because there's a, a handle built into the six pack, it shouldn't go in a sack. You know what I say to that? <laughs> Bullshit. I don't care that there's a handle on my six pack. I'm trying to carry everything in one fell swoop. It needs to be in a bag. I don't understand. Also, uh, I get some distilled water on occasion, uh, a gallon of distilled water. Sure. There's a handle on the gallon container. You know what they don't put in a sack? Gallon of distilled water. For some reason. They do or they do For some reason, six packs of Coke and gallons of distilled water don't get a sack. They don't deserve their own sack, even though I specified, put everything in caps in a sack. I mean, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, I would listen to the people that tell you if it has a handle on it, it doesn't go in a sack. Why do you need a sack if it has a handle? I think that's a fair question. I've covered that already because I'm trying to get all of the groceries in one fell swoop. If I've got no, I but it's a handle. It's got a handle on it. The sack. So the reason why you get the, all the sacks in one fell swoop because they have handles on them. They have sack handles. The, the the bottles of Coke have a handle on it. You should still be able to get it in one fell swoop. I mean, that's a fair question. But let's think about weight distribution and holding a shit ton of sacks. You can't hold a six-pack of Coke with a side handle on it as well as five to ten sacks in one hand. You need weight distribution. That Coke needs to sit lower in the bottom of a sack with two handles up top that condenses the size of what you're carrying. If you're holding a six-pack of Coke and ten, six to ten bags in your hand, There's just not enough room for all of that stuff. And the weight distribution's off. It needs to be in a sack. There's a rhyme and reason to my request. Put it in a sack. Don't give me special instructions if you're not going to do what I ask you. So 
how about next time instead of putting everything capitalized, why don't you just put I would like these six pack of coke in a in a sack, please? I am willing to try that. I think next time I'm just gonna say simply, would you please put everything in a sack? I won't capitalize anything. I won't I won't put any commas or anything. I won't put any exclamation points. I'll just simply put, would you please put everything in a sack and we'll end it at that and see what happens. No, put 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 the uh, six pack in a sack. Oh. Put the six. Put everything with a handle. In oh, a sack. so I should specify. I should just basically yes. say because there's only one thing they don't put in the sack. That's the coke. I don't need to bullshit and, and beat around the bush. Put the six pack of coke yeah. in a sack. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I never thought of that. It's genius. <laughs> That's why we podcast so we can talk about this stuff. Mm. Thinking about it. talking through, through things. It reminds me of a story I read this week in local news of strange, stupid criminals. I love criminal activity and the ridiculousness of some... Why are you laughing again? I I enjoy the sentence, I love criminal activity. (laughs) That's, That's good stuff. I, you know what, Douglas? I'm with you. I love criminal activity as well. <laughs> Let me specify. I don't love partaking in criminal criminal activity, but I certainly love reading about criminal activity. Um, there's three news stories I want to cover quickly that have happened in Lincoln in the last yeah. month. Um, the first one that is just absolutely baffling to me, this happened back in uh, November. Something that we were going to talk about. We never got around to it. Um, Back on November 26th, there was an article published um, in the 1011 now. 1011 is a, uh, doesn't matter, uh, a news station here in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, where we've got a correctional uh, facility here, a work release place here in town where these guys go to jail. They get into work release. Uh, They get to go to work every day. At the end of their day, they go back to jail. They spend the night in jail, wake up in the morning, go to work, live their life as normal as can be. They just have to sleep at the jail facility. Well, this. So in other words, work release. Well, there's it's possible that some people don't know where work release is. Is it? Is that a possibility? Yes, definitely a possibility. That's you know what? That's my bad. I apologize. You <laughs> Brian Imes is his name. He did not return um, as he was scheduled to the correct community correction center in Lincoln, Nebraska, back on November the twenty sixth. He went to work. It was time for him to go back to the facility, and he never showed up. He dipped. He left. He took off. He ran. He went and did whatever it is he was going to do. Here's the interesting thing about this story. Uh, Brandon was sentenced on June 15th, 2020. So June 15th, 2020, he was sentenced to one year in prison on charges um, including possession of a controlled substance which was methamphetamine. Mm -hmm. And he had a tentative release date of December the 14th, 2020. Checked in June 15th, ran from the prison on November the 26th, when he was going to get out less than a month later on December the 14th, two days ago. 
He was scheduled yeah. to get out of jail on December the 14th and on November the, November the 26th, he ran. <laughs> Why would yeah. you do that? He took off with less than a, uh, a, a month to go and he went on the lamb. They haven't found him yet. I researched it today. He hasn't been caught yet. My question is, Oh, he's, he's, he's still, still missing. missing. I had no I I didn't know that part of that story. That changes my entire thought process and theory. Right? That. So we were gonna talk about this several weeks ago, but when I did research today, they haven't even found the guy. So do they just give up? He was supposed to release two days ago. So we're like, well shit. <laughs> I mean, do we just let him go? Do we just let him live his life? Or do we still look for him even though he was supposed to be released on the fourteenth? Oh, he's definitely going to be looked for. But, I mean, that changes my entire theory of why he would have done such a thing. Obviously, he did it because he had a really great plan on how not not to be found. He's like, man, these guys are not going to find me. I got it. I got a spot. I'm good to go. That that I mean, that's why he did it. Good, good for him. He's, he's out and about. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked. They haven't found him yet. But, I mean, based on what you think, they're still looking for him. I think personally, hey – if you've got a couple weeks before it's time to get released and you decide, you know what, I'm just going to head out early. And if they don't catch you before your actual release date, I think they just let you go. I, You win. You, like like a football game. At the end of the fourth quarter, you're ahead. You've won the game. You're, you're saying his release date is the uh, end of the game. They, they didn't find him. Tough luck. He's yeah. I feel like he won the game December the 14th, two days ago. He's still out there. Just give up. It's fine. You know what? Shame on you. He won. He won. Yeah. Fool me once. Shame on. Yes. Shame on me. Fool, and, and then fool, fool, fool me, me twice. twice. Well, then that's what right then. That, shame on. Go. Yeah, no. no you go ahead. Yeah, no. You go Finish. Yeah, no, Finish. I I know this thing. Fool me once, shame on shame yes. on on me. Fool me twice, shame yes. on the other person. Uh, right. Fool me again. Well, we've all been fooled, <laughs> you know. And he's done. He got away. December the fourteenth. I don't think they should look for this guy. I think he should be free to do do his thing. So, uh, before you told us that. Our original point was going to try to figure out why a guy would try to escape when he's only like three weeks away from releasing the first. Yeah. Place. Do do we still do do we still want to go over yeah, those Yeah, I mean, theories? I'm very curious as to why you do that. The original point of the story was going to be exactly that. Why would you run on work release? Like you're already leaving the facility in the morning. You don't have to come back until the evening time. You've got less than a month to go before your free period, and you decide to run, not come back, which obviously is going to be an extra charge, which is going to mean that when December the 14th rolls around, you're not going to get out. You're going to spend more time. What is the what is so important that you're going to run with two to three weeks before you get out? I think it's very simple. It's a female. Mm -hmm. It's a girl. Yeah. It's yeah. there's you know it's it's for lack of a better word, pussy. 
You really couldn't be, <laughs> you couldn't think of a better word? Yeah, no, nothing was coming to mind. I think that's I think that was fitting. I don't know, is that too crass? Okay. Oh, it was it was it was uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yes. That's I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. Uh, a, a female makes a lot of sense. I think I think a he has I think he's got a lady friend. He caught word that maybe she's seeing somebody else. And so he was like, F this noise. I got to figure it out. I'm going to find out. Uh, or she was like. Oh, you took it in. Yeah, you took it in another direction. You, you took it in yet another direction I wasn't expecting. So you think he, he found out she's cheating on him. Yeah, it's certainly a possibility. What do you think? What was your thought? Uh, my thought was that he wanted to get caught and have his sentence uh, uh, lengthened. He didn't want to be free. His, his his life as a free man sucked. He wants to stay in the house. He wants to stay as a locked up person uh, with the re- work release. He doesn't even like the work release anymore. He just wants to be locked up. Leave me be. Uh, I'm no good out there on the streets by myself. Just leave me be. That's one theory. Or two, he's just not very smart. Those are two good theories. I mean, he he's young. He's 33 years old. Um, I did Google his name earlier. He did have some charges from early in 2000. I believe he was previously incarcerated until 2010. And then he picked up another, another charge in 19. So this isn't his first rodeo. He's served time before. I can't imagine that it was... I just hate my life. I don't, I do better in jail or prison than I do the streets. So I'm just going to do some dumb shit to get locked up again. It's certainly a possibility, um, but I just hope that wasn't the case. Uh, There's no good answer for this. It's absolutely ridiculous. Again, what happens? I look forward to staying, uh, trying to stay up on this and and see, see what happens when he gets caught. But again, his tentative release date was the 14th, and it's the 16th. As far as I'm concerned, he's free to do what he wants. I, I think he's gone. He's got to be in Iowa. Uh, that's going to be my guess. Well, that's that's where they're going to find him, Iowa. It's pretty common knowledge that uh, when you're wanted in Nebraska and you make it to Iowa, we just give up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I like your theory of a female. Female probably makes the most sense, uh, but I, I think those other theories could work out. We'll see what happens if he gets caught. The fact that he's been gone for like oh, three weeks now, I, I like his chances of being gone long. Yeah, he's doing a good job, which leads me to the next. Here's the headline for the next story. LPD, which stands for Lincoln Police Department. Man causes $7,000 in damages at Super Saver over misplaced, quote, dope pipe. <laughs> Super Saver is a grocery mm. store here in town where they make you sack your own groceries. Um, and this guy went into the local Super Saver, caused $7,000 in damages because he had misplaced his dope pipe. Initial thoughts on that. Go ahead, Williams. Well, I mean, easily, I, I feel bad for the Super Saver employees who are at work that particular eve. 
Um, I can't imagine the, uh, I, I would duck out very quickly. Uh, if I saw anything happening like that, I would be going on break or to the opposite part of the store. Uh, if I ever saw something like that, that's just, I, I, I can't imagine uh, the, the pay that a super saver employer is making having to see something like that and actually having to do something regarding uh, some dude going on a rampage throughout the store looking for a dope pipe. That's, that's my first thought. Second thought is obviously there's some mentally, uh, there's some mental issues there, which is a sad part of the story. Um, but uh, I, I'm glad that nobody was hurt. Ultimately is the, uh, the, the, uh, the final part of my story. Yeah. That's definitely a difference between you and I, because if I was a super saver employee and this shit was happening, I would love every second of it. I would stop doing what I was mm, doing. Mm. I would pull out my cell phone. I would Snapchat. I would video. I would mm. Facebook Live. I would be commenting on it. I would be giving play-by-play. Play. It would be no the way. absolute highlight to my day, to my week, to my month, to everything that's possible to have an employee, excuse me, a patron come into my grocery store and go batshit crazy would be absolutely amazing. He was accused of destroying metal detectors, a wine rack, and other property inside the Super Saver. Um, let's see what it says. According to the police department, he was called uh, at 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday. He was ransacking the inside of the store. Police said Mar was damaging. Did we give who Mar is? 30 years old, white male, 30 years old. Police said uh, Mar, first name Andrew, was damaging vehicles in the parking lot with a sign. When, with a sign. So not sure what that means, <laughs> but he was so fucking upset about his missing dope pipe that he was damaging vehicles in a parking lot with a sign when officers officers arrived at the scene. He was arrested without a struggle and told officers he went on the rampage because he thought someone had taken his dope pipe. The drug pipe was found on him during the search. <laughs> Drugs. Drugs. I mean, they are a I crazy mean. fucking thing. This dude was so hopped up on whatever drug of choice that he had that he he's patting he's with chest pockets, jacket pockets. I'm doing it right now. I don't know if you're doing it, but I'm yeah. my chest. Yeah, no, I'm going I'm down to my, my pant pockets, my back pocket, mm -hmm. my inside jacket pockets. I know I got my pipe. I got my dope pipe is around here somewhere. I'm out in front of the Super Saver grocery store, and I just need a, a hit of that dope. And what is dope even? What is, air quotes, dope? Is that It says methamphetamines on here, so I, never mind. Just answer my own question. <laughs> Dude was upset. He was missing the dope pipe. He was ready to go in and get a 40 of some uh, old E. He was ready to go inside and get yes. some old style beer. He was ready to go inside and get, Thunder, a, Thunder get a handle of pop off vodka for seven ninety nine. Uh, and he was yeah. like, "You know what? I'm going to stop over in the restroom over by where they count your change. I'm going to go in there, use the restroom, smoke a little bit of this dope in my dope pipe." But then he couldn't find it, mm -hmm. and then he went crazy. But that can't be the case because he was jacking up vehicles. 
before he ever even got inside the store. Yeah, he was already mad. He was already mad. Yeah, me and you are definitely different, Doug. I, I want nothing to do with that. I don't want to talk to the police afterwards. I, I I want to be far away from that as possible. I'll watch my other employees' videos that they post, but uh, as far as me concerned, I want nothing to do with any of that. I'm I'm out. I'm, I'm as far away as possible. Yeah, I'm front and center. I want to be in the mix. Uh, I want to be in the mix. Which, speaking of being front and center, the next story that I have mm-hmm. of stupid criminals was published on December the 2nd. Another local story. Um, this one is entitled LPD, Lincoln Police Department. <laughs> man, <laughs> man uses lotion and Vaseline at two businesses without buying. <laughs> man uses lotion and Vaseline at two businesses without buying, and it has his mug shot. He's a rough looking fella. A man is facing drug charges after officers uh, with the LPD believe he walked into two businesses and used lotion. On Tuesday around 8 a.m. Getting started early. Police were dispatched to Russ's market. Um, Employees told responding officers that a man had come inside the store, picked up a bottle of lotion off the shelf, and started using it. According to employees, <laughs> while the man was using the lotion, he went to the bathroom for 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> no. LPD said the employee walked up to the man and told him that he had to buy the lotion. Officers said the man told the employee that he had already purchased the lotion and then walked out of the store. After about an hour and a half later, an employee had a business on a different location waved down police and said that a man had stuck his fingers in a jar of Vaseline and rubbed it on his face. LPD said the man started walking out of the business when an employee told him he had to pay for the Vaseline. The man has been identified as 27-year-old Khaled Khalil. What the fuck is going on with Khaled Khalil that at 8 a.m., he walked into a grocery store, put some lotion on his hands, hmm. and then, and then hmm. disappeared for 10 minutes. I mean, I've got an idea of what he could have been doing. Um, I think we all have an idea. He clearly, sometime, I'm, I'm guessing he had an all-nighter. Uh, he probably went to an after-bar party, and there was a good-looking uh, female at yeah. the after-party. He couldn't get her yeah. out of her head. He decided to yeah. go to Russ's and in and, and basically a, a little spank bank action there. I, I think that's, is what happened. Uh, that's my obviously what happened. There's no other way around this. He went out. He had some drinks. He ended up at a place with uh, with some attractive young people, whether they are male or female. I don't know what Khaled's into. Uh, yeah, you're sure. right. Who, he had say? some drinks. Maybe he had some treats, some some of the, the methamphetamine dopes. Who knows what this guy was doing. Very positive. But he got to the grocery store. He was going to go get some breakfast on his way home, but he just couldn't shake it. He said, listen, I gotta, I can't shake it. I need to spank it. He So he went and got some lotion, <laughs> shimmied over to the, to the restroom and handled his business. But then when he left there, I guess he decided he wasn't done because he went somewhere else 
and stuck his finger in the Vaseline and then rubbed it on his face. Ah! <laughs> Fucking I love it. Lincoln, Nebraska. That's fantastic. That's news. That's fun for the whole family. That's stupid stupid criminals at their best. I don't care what you say. That's just good stuff. Let me ask you a question. Do you wish that your home smelled of comforting apples and cinnamon, but you just don't have time to bake a pie? Or maybe you'd like your office space to smell like warm, delicious coffee cake to make it feel like brunch at Mama's house. Well, here at Honey Oak, we're making dreams come true with soy candles and wax melts. With scents like coffee cake and spice, apple rind and cinnamon, and cranberry peppermint, just to name a few. Great as stocking stuffers or gifts for any candle lover. Honey Oak soy wax melts and soy candles will literally knock your socks off. Time is running out to be the hero of that secret Santa swamp, so bebop on over to honeyoakboutique.com and order yours today. Use the promo code OFFTHERAILS20 for 20% off until January 1st. Honey Oak, unlike Santa, we're here all year long. Hey, we just had a back-to-back-to-back of high V Super Saver in Russes. I mean, that's this is a grocery store packed hour that we're having right yeah we've absolutely just crushed all of it which speaking of idiots it reminds me of people that sit in fast food drive-through lines for extended periods of time to get some sort of uh, delicious treat whether it be a chicken sandwich like popeyes whether it be an in and out Mm -hmm. burger in colorado maybe it's some chicken Mm -hmm. strips in lincoln nebraska i've noticed lately that idiots are sitting in drive-through lines for extended periods of times, and it baffles and blows my mind. This comes about because I read an article a while back last month of an In-N-Out burger, two new In-N-Out burgers that went into Colorado. I believe it was Aurora, Colorado. I could be wrong, but it doesn't really matter because it was in Colorado. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Absolutely. I, I followed this uh, thread on Twitter when it, when it was happening live. Absolutely. Is that not absolutely just insane? So people, correct me if I'm wrong, sat in line, got in line for the grand opening of this In-N-Out burger, and the line was absolutely insane. We're talking miles. We're talking traffic mm-hmm. jam creating lines. We're talking the kinds of lines that get people out of their cars to fight each other, to pull guns on each <laughs> other, to just, mm-hmm. just lose yourself. I don't understand it. I'll never get it. It's just like the Popeye's chicken sandwich when people got shot mm-hmm. uh, while sitting in line for this thing. I'll never to this day understand how people can sit in a drive-through for more than 10 minutes waiting for food. I see, listen, since the pandemic's been going on, I understand people can't eat inside of a restaurant. So they're willing to support local or they're willing to go to places um, and sit in a drive-through to get their food because they can't sit inside. So all those people that normally would be sitting inside 
are now in the drive-thru line. But when I'm driving around, and there's a restaurant in town called Raising Cane's. I believe you guys have Raising Cane's in Arkansas. Um, Raising Cane's It is from Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay. It is. All right. The cars in Raising Cane's literally wrap around the building out of the street, out of the parking lot, onto the street. I mean, we're talking 10, 20 plus cars that on a nightly basis are waiting for fucking chicken strips. They're not going anywhere. The chicken strips are going to be there every single night. I don't know. I've never had in and out I hear in and outs fantastic, and I look forward to having it one day. But I guarantee you that if in and out was brought to Lincoln, Nebraska, I would not sit in line for an in and out burger. I would wait for the line to die down. I would wait for the people to be tired of uh, all the hubbub. There's just no, there's no reason for it. I don't understand. I'm with you, Douglas. Uh, and just a quick correction: Raising Cane's is from Louisiana. That's my apologies. There, I was thinking of another chicken place. That's neither here nor there. Um, but uh, yes, uh, the the In and Out uh, story for uh, Colorado. There, there were people. The, the traffic was backed up for up to twelve oh, hours. People were waiting in line for five to, and that's just insanity. I think people get it in their head that they want to be part of something special, some type of event, something viral, and that's why they decide to do something like that. Uh, we here at this household, we do not wait for food. It's not something we do. It's insanity. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm uh, 100% on board with what, everything that you're saying about waiting in line for food. It's, it's ridiculous. We will happily wait a month or two down the line when the lines have died down and everybody's had their experience. And that's when we will go and experience the food at that point. Right. Like, what is it's going to yeah. be there uh, in a month or two? It's incredible. Yeah, it's not leaving. Listen, it's 51 minutes. We're at 52 minutes. As we covered at the beginning of the podcast, they're going to wrap it up at 60 minutes. We've got a few other topics we were going to talk about. Um, we've, we can do – where do you want to go with this? We still have Christmas movies. We have fighting news. We have a lot. And yeah, we, we have did, we green did, uh, books with eight minutes to go. Yeah, we did another horrible job. We did another horrible job with time management. It's an issue that we have. We're going to have to work through it. Uh, we might as well get to Christmas movies real quick uh, because next week is Christmas and there's really we're just not going to do it any other time. So the reason I wanted to bring up Christmas movies is because every year now, every year, as soon as Thanksgiving passes, we have to have the same tired argument about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And so Douglas and I thought, well, I mean, well, I mean, one, what's the purpose of this? Because it's the same people who do the arguments. So it's those blue checkmark entertainment people who want to have this. And we're talking like Jake Tapper. We're talking like Rich Eisen, just really ran, weird, random people who want to have this argument. So I looked up what exactly is a Christmas movie. And it's a really short definition. A Christmas movie is uh, a movie that surrounds the holiday. Uh, that includes family, whether it be a bad experience with the family or a really great experience with the family. And that's about it for uh, what the description of a Christmas movie uh, definition is. is. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie by that de- de- definition? Not really. But if you want it to be a Christmas movie because it centers around a Christmas parter, uh, party in Los, Los Angeles, then yes, by that definition, it is a Christmas movie. Action movies are, are generally not considered Christmas movies. They're more around uh, comedies and dramas. 
that's another thing that's stated for Christmas movies. That's really all I have on Christmas movies. I don't know if we wanted to do a quick top five list of what our favorite Christmas movies are or what the internet says. I don't have a uh, top five list of my favorite movies, but let's just stick with Die Hard for a quick second. Um, so you're saying it is not a Christmas movie? I'm saying it's fine that it is considered a Christmas movie, but technically, no, it's not a Christmas movie. It's an action movie that happens to be at a Christmas party. So even so though all of the action happens on Christmas Eve, while right. at a holiday Christmas party, it's not a Christmas movie. The Yeah, because the plot of the movie is about a terrorist um, organization taking over this Nakayama building and uh, John McClane coming in and saving the day. So the Christmas part of the movie is just simply the background plot, the, the background like setting of the movie. But there's nothing family oriented in it except he's going to see his wife who lives in California. That's the only family part of the movie. There's nothing else really Christmassy about it. It just happens on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. That's that's the only connection. I couldn't agree with you anymore. Die Hard from 1988 is not, under any circumstances, a Christmas movie. I don't care if it happened on Christmas Eve. I don't care that it was his ex, his estranged wife's company Christmas party. That it stops right there at the beginning of the movie. It then becomes an action-packed thriller, as you mentioned. It's not a Christmas movie. Under no circumstances is Die Hard a Christmas movie. What else do you have? Well, I will say it's a great movie. Uh, I love it. I think it's uh, sensational. But I don't think we need to have this single debate every single year. Whether If you think it is, great. If you don't think it is, both of you are right. My my favorite Christmas movies are, uh, 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 um, I want to say, National Lampoon's Christmas. I want to say The Night Before with Seth Rogen. I want to say a Christmas story that's on TBS every marathon uh, for every year. I want to say it's Elf. And uh, there's one more in there. There's one more in there. Oh, Home Alone. Home Alone's a great Christmas movie. That that would be my top five Christmas movies. Though. Home Alone makes the list of movies that may or may not be a Christmas movie. Yeah, so this does fall into the definition of a Christmas movie, Douglas. It is surround, it, it, it's all about Christmas time, and it's all about family. Uh, and as we've uh, we've talked about uh, off the air, uh, even on the cover of Home Alone, there's a Christmas tree on the cover. So it is Christmas oriented. It's all about Kevin uh, being home alone, missing his family as they went off to Paris for Christmas vacation, accidentally leaving him behind and their efforts to get back to Kevin so he doesn't have to spend Christmas Day by himself. And then the entire family's back together on Christmas once all the shenanigans happen. I mean, that's uh, that's a Christmas movie. Right Thus there. making it a Christmas movie. I agree completely. It's all that about Christmas, 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 making it back for Christmas. I agree. We've got three minutes to go. We have to cover green books. I've got green, green books. Book, go. Here are the two things that I wrote down that I think are absolutely hilarious. Again, green books. 16 years ago, we held books, little green books, for 30 days. We wrote down radio ideas and things we wanted to cover. 16 years ago, I wrote, what's the deal with people that only have one letter in their name? <laughs> <laughs> Go. 
Uh, mine was, why do girls scream at rap concerts when someone says, we're all my hoes at? <laughs> Oh, you almost killed me on that one. Right? Why are you advertising that you're a hoe? Is that a good thing? Do you want to advertise? I'm a hoe! Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Why do golf courses provide a pencil instead of a pen? There's no eraser, so why not give me a pen? And why is the pencil so small? <laughs> it's it's a shame we couldn't do these shows back in 2004 uh after the rap concert i put why do girls scream when they show their boobs <laughs> because they're wanting everybody to know that they're hoe and hey, 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 check out my titties i don't know that's a great question yeah i mean can't you just lift your shirt you don't have to say anything or scream. Are you instructed you don't to scream? Need to. What, what? What is You don't need to. The, the titties do the screaming. There doesn't need to be an actual vocal screaming. <laughs> Showing the breasticles is screaming enough. Everybody's going to look and they're going to do the screaming for you. That is true. I mean, the second part of that question is why do guys go absolutely so stupid whenever they see a pair of breasts? at a concert uh, it was a two-part question so yeah both of them together uh, it's like it's like the first time they've ever seen breasts in their entire you've life. been listening to off the rails we can never stay focused we're off the rails we've got 60 minutes to get our point across we can never do it in a timely fashion we come up short we've got more stuff to talk about i'm doug with me as always is william thanks for listening to off the rails william anything you want to add in the last 20 seconds go Hi, Doug. It's great to be on the show. There we go. Got it. Boom. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me today as we go off the rails. Thank you, Douglas. Have that a good was terrible. Pete. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail. And we are.